Hey everyone, thanks for joining. Today I am speaking with David Silverman. Uh, David is the executive director of the Atheist Alliance, and he's also an author. And I, and for the last little while, you've been trying to come back from being an unperson. Uh, yeah. Well, thank. First of all, thank you very much for coming on and talking to me. And if you wanted to, maybe go into a bit of that, and then we can go from there. Sure, Obey. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I've been an atheist activist for 23 years now. Um, the first 22 years of that was um, as uh, with American Atheists. I was a volunteer for them for 17 years, for 14 years, and then president for seven. Um, last year, uh, after two false me two allegations, I was fired with zero due process, zero investigation, and uh, I became an unperson. As like you said, I became hated, and I became hated for things that I didn't do. Um, this is not the situation where I got caught doing something. This is a situation where I did do something. I did cheat on my wife. I did have sex with those women. Um, but there was absolutely nothing unconsensual about it at all. Um, and they lied. And uh, unfortunately, there was no trial. There was no investigation at all. It just was over. Um, so for the last year... Um, well, that happened a year and a half ago. For a year, I uh, I was in a hole. I was in a horrible, horrible place that I hope nobody ever goes to. Um, the, the depression was debilitating. It was um, devastating. But these words, I, I've used these words a lot. I've been on a lot of podcasts about this now. The words don't do it. Um, because the words have been so overused by soap operas, and, oh, I've been devastated, oh, debilitated, but I've actually experienced that now. I've actually experienced devastation. I've actually experienced debilitation. I've experienced being unable to get out of bed. I've experienced being so sad that I'm trying to will myself to death. Um, I've contemplated suicide many times. And um, it's been uh, horrible, and again, it's not because I did something and got caught, it's because people lied and I got screwed. Uh, so what happened was, about six months ago, maybe less than that, I began to just creep out of this, this horrible place. And what I did was I created a website, uh, firebrandforgood.com. Um, and I went on a podcast, the uh, Atheist Republic podcast, and I laid out everything, what happened, all the evidence I have, I have multiple eyewitnesses, I have pictures, I have recordings, all on firebrandforgood.com, all of which not only show that they prove to fail to prove their points, their accusations, but I succeed in proving my innocence in a lot of ways. Um, and uh, what's happened since then is uh, people have come back, people have, have recognized what happened to me. And who was involved? Um, and uh, I'm suing American Atheists. I'm suing um, the president of American Atheists, Nick Fish, my former employee. I'm suing um, Matt Delahunty, the two uh, women who lied, Beth Presswood and Rose St. Clair. Um, and uh, I'm uh, pretty confident in, uh, in this case. Uh, we are having some financial issues. Uh, so I hope everybody goes to my GoFundMe and donates to my legal fund. But... Um, I intend to get some 
some degree of justice here, that I was due, that I was due, and that my board um, didn't provide me. Uh, they didn't provide, well, they didn't provide leadership. They didn't provide um, guts. They didn't provide uh, the, they didn't provide governance. Um, they just knee jerked. They saw the things come down. They knew it was happening. They knew it was coming, and uh, they bailed immediately without even telling me what the charges were. I never got told what the charges were, let alone Dave. Did you do it? Imagine losing a job after eight years for something that you didn't do, uh, and not having been asked, Dave, did you do it? Yeah. Imagine. Okay, first of all, I mean, I, you know, I hope I never experienced this, and I'm, you know, extremely sorry that anyone would have to go through it, and you have to go through this. It's, um, but I mean, it's like like when you just said, okay, I had to prove my innocence. This, like, okay, you know, this happened because of the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then you're gonna have people jump on it and say, oh, I see the Me Too movement was wrong. It's like, no, there was actual legitimate things that happened like you know harvey weinstein yeah. is a monster yeah and you know like there is legitimate things but then uh-huh. you know people with bad intentions used it to their own ends and you got caught up in it and you know like you know you were gone for for a while because uh okay it's not like you know i i, I kind of immersed myself in twitter this year but before that i wasn't really you know but it's like all of a sudden your account wasn't, I wouldn't see any tweets from you. I would, you know, it's just like, okay, this person, like I said, it's just, you've just disappeared. Yeah. And, but, but this whole thing, I mean, it got turned around to the point where you have to prove your innocence. It's not that someone has to prove your guilt. And I mean, it's, well, that's the whole basis of your legal system, right? Guilt. It's, it, it's worse than that, Obey, because you can't prove your innocence. Um, there is no redemption. There is no mercy. There is no forgiveness. If I, proved my redemption if i proved my innocence how would i do that there there is no way i can prove that both women lied to the press i can prove (coughs) beyond reasonable doubt in my opinion that both women lied and all that evidence is up on firebrandforgood.com but the point is that i still don't get to come back there's a whole bunch of people in the atheist movement who will never ever forgive me for not having done the crime that I actually am not guilty of doing. As far as they're concerned, Rose and Beth cannot have told a lie because they are women, and therefore Dave is guilty. Uh, Dave is rapey. They called me rapist, yeah. um, and and it's it's you know there there's real victims out there. There's real rapists out there, and. Um, what they're doing is infantilizing women and making it harder for women to come out because they're making people like me come on your podcast and say women lie about sexual assault, which unfortunately they do. Yeah. And, and, and you know, these, I, I think that um, the message that I'm trying to get out is that false allegations kill. People have killed themselves, and I almost did because of this. And, um, that the people who are making false allegations are traitors to feminism. They're not heroes. They're not brave. They're traitors to feminism. They are using feminism for their personal gain to the detriment of actually of, of, of actual victims. They are being patted on the back and being pitied and, and brought up because they're, they're heroes and so brave for coming forward, but they're not heroes and they're not brave at all. 
They're lying cowards. Yeah, okay, I they, just, I, sorry. Not, this is something that's a bone of contention with me, which is like this whole, uh, you know, SJW movement. So like social justice, capital S, capital J. Social justice as a movement. It's so off the rails. Um, and like what you're talking about the victimhood there, I, I mean, I, I say it all the time. It's like, I, I kind of stole this from Hitchens. But it's, you know, they're, they're not a friend of victims. They're a friend of victimhood. They want to perpetuate victimhood. So they always have, you know, they always, always have some sort of currency. Uh, I mean, it's, I was speaking with this, um, uh, a friend of mine uh, in the UK. He's a gay ex-Muslim. And we were talking specifically about this, how like anti-racism is actually racist and it hurts the people it's trying to help. And this, this form of feminism that's out there, this woke feminism, this intersectional stuff, is exactly what you're saying. It's, it hurts women. It, 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 you know, now you've got women being told that if they say that, you know, a trans woman shouldn't compete against biological women, you know, like, oh my God, you're a turf, you're this and that, and, and the most disgusting, vile insults being hurt, hurled at them. Yeah. And, okay, I wasn't I wasn't around for the atheist plus stuff. Like I was overseas, and I kind of heard about. It. But it seems to me that's what brought this into the the atheist movement, right? Like when the it woke stuff. I mean, it, 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 that was the first entry of this mentality into the atheist movement, and now it. I mean, it is getting to be ridiculous where everybody is guilty. Uh, white people are are all racist. Men are all misogynist, um, and. If you're not trans, if you're if you're not willing to engage in sex with both sets of genitalia, <laughs> yeah. you're transphobic. Yep. Because gender is just uh, a gender uh, a social construct. So you should be completely fine. I mean, I should be completely fine. I'm just speaking for myself. I should be completely fine um, having what is essentially gay sex, even though I don't like gay sex. But if I don't like gay sex, that means I'm transphobic. Yeah, that's. I mean, but that's just it. I mean, and it wasn't. I mean, isn't that ultimately a choice? Like, you know, I don't like blondes. Someone else doesn't like redheads or whatever. I mean, like, you know, there's a thing. It's transphobic. It's bigoted. Yeah, and and it's insane. Yeah. The the and so when you take this culture, you take this thing where everything is a sin. Okay. Every white person is racist. Every man is misogynist. And every straight or gay person is transphobic. Okay? If you take that and you take into account that the fact that there's no mechanism for mercy, redemption, or forgiveness. There is no redemption. Um, so even if you're proven innocent like me, you don't get to come back. Uh, even if you change your ways, you don't get to come back. Nobody comes back because forgiveness is a sin. So if I come back, let's say I say, um, let's say I, may, I wave a magic wand, and all of a sudden I've got videotape recordings of my entire interaction with Rose and Beth, right? And it shows exactly, surprise, surprise, what I'm describing. Um, if you were to say, okay, SJWs, um, Dave has lock-solid proof that he didn't do what he's been accused of, not only would they not forgive me, but they would not forgive you. Oh, yeah, it's insane. You can't go against the mantra, no matter what the proof is. So, and, and there is no redemption. There is no redemption ever. And so um, what we've got is a, a mechanism which will do nothing but splinter. It'll push and push and push, and there's nothing pulling. 
there's no reason to come back. If a whole bunch of people, I mean, I, I have been called so many fucking names, so many words, so many hurtful things have been said to me. I'm not going back to them. I don't care if they're right, which they're not, but I don't care if they were, because I would never go back and be associated with them after how they've treated me. No. I don't want to be associated with that. I don't want to be, I don't call myself a feminist anymore because of what feminism has done. Look what is happening. I have been a feminist for 30 years. I can't call myself a feminist anymore. I'll call myself a second wave feminist. I'll call myself an egalitarian. My values haven't changed. Yeah. But I can't call myself a feminist anymore because feminism today is very, very different from the equal work for equal pay, get rid of the glass ceiling feminism that I was a part of back in back in the day. This is not feminism at all. This is just using feminism and guilt and victimhood as a weapon against men. And, but but against anyone. But there's a big difference between let me speak and shut up while I speak. Yeah. Okay. There's a big difference there. And one is equality and one is oppression. Okay? Mm -hmm. And if women are taking this if feminism's thing right now is okay, men, you've been in the front seat all this time. Now it's time for you to be in the back seat while we run the show. That is oppression. Okay, that's disgusting. That's bigotry. That's awful. That's stupid. Because that's going to take all of the men who would be on your side and make them defensive. Uh, duh. It's the stupidest thing possible. Now I have to be afraid. I have to be afraid uh, when I go out on a date. I have to be afraid if I ever have a meeting with a woman in a closed door. Because every single one of them, every single woman, has the ability to fuck with my life forever. And remember, Rose and Beth lied. So this has already been done to me twice. Yeah. Okay? And then the feminist movement surrounded them and encouraged them. So there will be more. So all they have to do is lie, and feminism will take me down again. And they're trying. They're trying so hard because they can't not believe the women. So we're in a situation where we cannot win, where feminism cannot help but splinter and lose. And um, this is the reason that Trump will be reelected if he doesn't get impeached. This is the reason, because uh, my allegiance to the left is shaky. I'm just aligning myself to my values, which are pro-choice and pro-separation of church and state and pro-equal work for equal pay and, and, you know, a whole bunch of other things which are traditionally blue. Yeah. But they're certainly not what the far left is touting. Cancel culture, call out culture. Oh. You're, 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 uh, you're, you're, you, you associate with somebody I don't like. Therefore, you're. I'm going to associate the person you don't like with white supremacy, even though he's not a white supremacist really. But now you're a white supremacist adjacent. So now you're a friend of him, and now I can't. It's, 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 it's beyond ridiculous from a strategy perspective. How, how wrong and stupid and short-sighted this mentality is. And, and still it persists. And, um, and, and people are in power with this, 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 oh, this look, look, horrible you're, shunt. You're, you're preaching to the choir here, right? Um, I was away overseas until 2014. And when I came back, the world was gone crazy. You know, I'm, I'm seeing like what were de facto secular blasphemy laws. Like you can't say this, you can't say that. You know, yeah. Islamophobia and all this other bullshit. And then I was trying to figure out what was going on. And then I started reading critical race theory. 
and I started reading, like I'd, I'd read about intersectionality when I was back in university in the early 90s when it was first talking about something that made sense, right? And then it just completely went off the tracks and went down this insane road that it's going. And I mean, the whole concept of, they're, they're all the same. You can take patriarchy, you can take misogyny or whiteness or you know white privilege or homophobia or transphobia, like any, like just replace those words. And it's like what you said, it's like the Calvinist idea of total depravity, right? The whole system is consumed by sin, but at least in Calvinism or in other, you know, other Christian traditions, you have redemption by acts or redemption by faith. But here, every act is sinful. And the faith is that everything is sinful. So there's no, like you said, there's no way to redeem yourself. There, there, there no salvation, no utopia, no nothing. Nothing. And, and, and again, they are splintering themselves because first it was listen to people of color. Now they're talking about BIPOC, which is black and indigenous people of color. So black and indigenous people of color are being more oppressed than brown people. So brown people shut up and let these people speak first. And then you've got uh, QPOC, which is queer people of color. And it's just, they're just break, like, I mean, they're cutting off slice after slice after slice. And it's like, what are you doing to yourselves? It's amazing. And it's, it's sad. And, and of course, the white man who unfortunately is, you know, stereotypically the people who have been in power, therefore the people who have the most experience. Yeah. Um, we don't get to speak at all. We're the bad guys, all of us. And it's, um, it's insane because, I mean, I've been an ally of everybody for decades, and I'm a bad guy now. I don't get to speak, even though I have really valid views because I've been in the movement for 20 years, 30 years, 24 years. Yeah. And it's, 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 um, it's ridiculous and it's sad. But the good news is, um, and there is good news. The good news is that um, there are lights in the tunnel. I mean, I've been hired. Um, after I came out with everything, I was hired by Atheist Alliance International. Uh, Atheist Alliance International is a, founded in 1991. Um, it is um, a, a nonprofit organization founded to help. It's a to to help people in crisis around the world. So we're helping uh, atheists get to safe places. We're going to go to the UN and try and change the UN law, uh, the the um, United Nations. Um, With the Human Rights Declaration. Human Rights Declaration. Uh, we're going to do things that actually change the world. And by the way, we're not woke. The board of directors of Atheist Alliance International is international, so we are not woke. We are not. Um, uh, concerned with intersectionality, we're just doing the right thing. The reason I was hired is because the board looked at all the evidence, found out that I was innocent unanimously, and unanimously elected me as president. And 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 they made a they made a position for me because they know what I bring to the table, uh, even though I'm a white guy. And uh, you know, and Sakivu Hutchinson, um, who was once friendly with me wrote this terrible article saying that I got my job because of my skin color and my penis and cronyism. And, um, you know, I didn't know, I, only, I knew one person on the board of AAI. I knew one person. And by the way, if I had cronies at American Atheists, I wouldn't have been fired with no due process. Yeah. <laughs> but, but again, it's it, something like what you said earlier, you know, women have been down. So now 
we have to, you know, men step back. Like, uh, like, oh, you got it because your skin color, this and that. Their idea of, okay, like, let's say in Australia this is happening. They're lowering the uh, entrance requirements for women into universities, into STEM fields. Mm-hmm. So they're lowering them. And then they're talking about, there was some guy right now, he's a tenure, and he said, oh, if, you're, if you are applying for promotions in STEM departments, isn't that, if you're a man, step back and let women do it. It's like, okay, well, it's nice for you to say once you've got tenure. You know? <laughs> but that doesn't help women. You know, like, uh, and for myself, I don't want to get a position or a promotion because I'm brown. I want to get it because I deserve it. Right. And if you if you give people, there are sexist assholes, there are racist assholes, you know. But if you let in, you know, black people or brown people or women who you know don't meet the qualifications just because of some immutable characteristic. First of all, that's racist. Mm -hmm. And second of all, you're not doing them any good because when they fail, you know, the racists and the sexists will say, aha, they can't do it. We told you. Right? This is true. And, when, and if they do pass, if you go easy on them on the grades, when they go out, they're not going to do well in their field because they're going to go against people who are better qualified. Yep. And I mean, it's. And the guys and the men who were better qualified, what are they going to do? Basket weave. They're not going to get their, they're not going to get their primary um, thing, even though they're most qualified for it. It's re- it's insane. And that lowers science. That lowers everything. And that lowers science. What the hell are we doing? And I mean, uh, okay, there's a lawsuit in Canada right now because of some of this stuff. A couple in Halifax is stewing their school board because a substitute teacher told, and this is like elementary school, I, I, I'd have to look at that, but I mean, young, young kids, that girls and boys aren't real. And the girl came home freaking out. And they're suing the school now. And, but th- this is because legislation was put into Canada because of our woke prime minister, and they are building policies based on intersectionality. Yeah. And this is what you get. I mean, like a lot of my friends are like, why are you talking about this? This is just internet culture. I'm like, no, it's not. It's coming into policy. It's coming into, uh, it's coming into government. It's coming, you know, it's, it's getting out of schools. It's coming I mean, to HR departments. Yeah. I mean, there was a, okay, there's a magazine called The Library Journal. In the summer, they put out this thing about how they should burn burn all books by white writers to make space for writers of people of color. The Library Journal. I mean, I I don't know where like where you, where this ends. It, it's it's going to end badly, and I'm I'm really worried about the overcorrection from the you know the, the red pills or whatever you want to call it on the right hand side, you know the right yeah. side, because that overcorrection is going to be so bad. Like that's got far more potential to be violent than this one does, even though they are violent on this side. Yeah. And that's what worries me um, because they're attacking the underpinnings of our society and, you know, no one's really defending it. Yeah. And there's no way around it. Yeah. And, and we, we have to fight it. Um, and, um, you know, fortunately um, we've got organizations that are, are on the plus side of it, or I should say on the positive side of it, uh, not the plus side. Of it. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we have to um, see wokeism for the religion that it is. We have to understand the toxicity of splintering without allowing redemption. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, the, 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 the atheist organizations in America pretty much all of them have disassociated with AAI 
because they hired me. I'm innocent. They hired, they disassociated because they hired me, even though I can prove to a substantial level my innocence. Because they can't. They're afraid. They're, 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 they're afraid of this woke mentality, this, this call-out culture. If they uh, do anything with us, if they, you know, imagine if they appeared next to me, they would be David Silverman adjacent and therefore bad. Yeah, whatever. That's, that's, well, that's the thing. No, but I mean, that's just it. It's, it but we got to stop caring about this. And I, I keep bringing this up to people. If a guy like Daryl Davis, a black guy who's converted 200 KKK members, he's got their hoods, right? He's personally done it. And other people who send him emails saying, we heard you talk, you're an inspiration, we're leaving the KKK. He's being called out as a white supremacist by like far left groups and Antifa. Now, yeah. if, if that, you know, if under the thinking of critical race theory, which is like the same mentality as intersectional feminism, uh-huh. if he can be called out as a white supremacist, what chance does anyone else have? And it doesn't matter who, I mean, every, everyone is guilty of this. And that's what people don't seem to understand. We're all, if you buy into that framework, we're all guilty. There that's is no innocence. Sin. It's original sin. Yeah. And, and you cannot get away from it. You nope. cannot ever go away from it. It is the woke's version of original sin. And it's, uh, I don't know if you read this article by James Lindsay. He wrote it in Aereo and he said, uh, the postmodern, postmodern religion of social justice. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I can. I, I don't know if I read that article, but I've talked to James a lot. I've seen his uh, yeah, his, uh, Trojan Horse, which I believe yeah. his Trojan Horse series, which I think touches on, goes into that. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I'll, I'll send you a link afterwards. to The article, it's I mean, it's long. He goes into a long. I think it's like fifteen thousand words. Wow! And there's a video embedded at the very start that uh, the guy who did the uh, who followed James and Peter and Helen around on the the, the papers, mm-hmm. he did this video, and it's the video kind of sets up the paper, uh, the article. Like I said, I'll send you the link after we're done, and it's it's a really good read, and James does a very good job of going into that. James is brilliant. Yeah. Oh, no, he's awesome. Um, I, I've spoken to him. Um, I had him on here a little while ago um, and, like, trying to go through this. Uh, look, I know you're busy. I don't want to take up too much of your time. It's like I could sit here and talk to you for a couple hours because, like, all this stuff drives me nuts. But uh, if you want to let people know where they can get a hold of you, anything, anything else you want to get off your chest, uh, any websites, and I'll put all the links in the description. Well, thanks, Obey, for uh, having me on the show. I really do appreciate it. Uh, it was fun. Uh, the website uh, is atheistalliance.org. Please go to atheistalliance.org and uh, and donate, uh, join, uh, and support the uh, the nation's only woke. Uh, well, I think it's the nation's only non-woke atheist organization uh, that is not worried about um, intersectionality as much as we are worried about saving lives and improving the common good. And uh, if you disagree with us on a few things, like little things, we're still going to be your friends and we're still going to work with you. We're not going to call you a Nazi or a white supremacist or whatever. You can disagree with us to a pretty good extent and we'll still agree with, we'll still work with you because diversity is good, not just in skin color, but actually in thought. Yeah. It's actually good. Imagine that. To, 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 to challenge your echo chambers. It's good um so uh atheistalliance.org is a website and if you want to see more about um my case uh go to my personal website which is firebrandforgood.com firebrandforgood.com slash me too for the me too issues and you can see the the pictures the eyewitness accounts the recordings the letter from a board member that says i didn't do anything that says i didn't steal anything it's 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 a great big mess and um you know i hope 
that this thing. Um, I hope that everybody will go and not believe me, but look at the evidence and see where that takes you. I think you'll understand what happened, and uh, thank you, Obeyed, for having me on the show. And um, and uh, rock on. Well, thank, thank you, and thank you everyone for listening. And we'll be back. <laughs>